Hey there, AMC Turn fans. Welcome to another episode of the AMC Turn After Show on AfterBuzz TV. Tonight we are talking about the epic season finale for season three, Trial and Execution, hashtag RIP. We've got a lot of intense stuff to talk about tonight, and we have a very special guest. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. And speaking of special guests, I have no regrets. Nope, none whatsoever. Hello again, AMC Turn fans. We have a wonderful, wonderful episode to talk about tonight. Um, epic season three finale. And again, as I mentioned, we have a very special guest. Let's go ahead and get the ball rolling. Let me introduce my fantastic panel. To my left, Katie Cullen. Hi, all my buddies. You can find me on Twitter at Kiaxe. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. Keith Black. How's it going? I'm Keith Black. You can find me all over the internet at Keith Black. And he's not going to miss his shot. Sean Haggerty, a.k.a. Alexander Hamilton, joins us in the studio tonight. That's right. And you can find me at Sean M. Haggerty on Twitter and Instagram. Well, thank you so much for joining us tonight. I'm Megan. You guys can follow me on Twitter at the Manguin. That's T H E M E N G U I N. Um, I don't know if you mentioned it already. We're going to be keeping nope. an eye on the hashtag ABTV Turn as well as one on the live chat. And if you guys haven't already done so, please go to iTunes to rate and subscribe. We love hearing from you guys. And if you do, I mean, granted, we won't be back until next season, but we will give you a shout out on the show like these fine folks. Uh, Turned Willis, who uh, gave us five stars for the Turn After Buzz TV show. Uh, I have only good things to say about the Turn After show. It feels like a book club for my favorite show in this genre. I always listen to the latest podcast from After Buzz a few days before the new Turn episode airs to recap and get excited for the next installment. The host always... Oh, I can read. <laughs> always bring up good points and it's fun to hear other people's perceptions of each episode. Another great thing about the podcast is when they get Turn cast members on for a show. I hope Turn gets renewed for season Season four, and I hope this podcast will be going along with it. And then we also have Love Turn and Enjoy This Podcast from Corgi Heart. That's an adorable Aww. username. Um, I look forward to this podcast after every episode of Turn. Great job. Hopefully we'll get another season of this fantastic show. Uh, so, yeah, don't forget to use that hashtag, uh, Renew Turn, for right. sure, yeah. guys. We did not get 20 reviews, so uh, no guns and ships for you people. No, you don't get to hear Katie rap. Maybe next season. <laughs> that might be a good right. thing, depending. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I like that you mentioned the Renew Turn campaign because it's officially started. And I just wanted to give a shout out to our fans, all of us, uh, and myself included. I think we have one of the best fan groups that I've, that I've ever been a part of. And uh, it's just been a great, great season. A really great season. A lot of really great feedback, a lot of love, a lot of just engagement. And it's just a wonderful thing to be a part of. So. Thank you to all our fans, and uh, we're working hard to get renewed for season four so we can keep doing this. Um, and we just had an epic, epic finale. Oh my God. Yes. Which we all know. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of heartbreak, a lot of tears. <laughs> and some excitement. You took right out of my mouth. <laughs> and some excitement. It's a mixed, a mixed bag, for sure. You know, it's like, I, you know, I feel, but anyway, I'll let you guys talk a little bit too. <laughs> uh, just, it's, it's a mixed bag. I'm going to leave it at that for a moment. No, it it was. This this episode, I mean, it sounds a little cliche to say, but this episode had a little bit of everything. 
Um, you know, it had the action, it had the romance, it had the tragedy. Um, and as we said before, a lot of intensity. I want to know, I was definitely drinking a beer while watching this episode <laughs> because I needed the alcohol to get through it. I wanted to know, how. Uh, what was your guys' reaction after this episode? Because this one, emotionally, I was just spent. Well, I wish I'd made popcorn beforehand because I was watching you as much as I was watching <laughs> this show. <laughs> Megan and I usually watch together, so it's nice. like, yep, she's an Andre fan and this is a thing that's occurring. Popcorn.gif, man. <laughs> Popcorn.gif. I loved... I keep saying this. I love the parallelism. It's just so well done in this show. I'm very happy with that. And I know that Abe has plot armor, but I was honestly worried for him. <laughs> oh, my like, goodness. He'll be fine. He's the main character. He has plot armor. Oh, my God. No, he has plot armor. Oh, my God. No. Like, I legitimately thought he was going to bite it tonight. And he has plot armor. Like, it yeah. takes a lot <laughs> yeah. to convince me that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. That your main character might bite it in a not Dragon Ball Z type show. Exactly. And but yeah, no, there were definitely a few times where I'm like, I wonder if they're actually gonna do that. Mm-hmm. Um, because there are some shows that aren't afraid to kill their main characters. Mary becomes the main spy. Yeah. <laughs> the ring runs more I'm, tightly than ever. So it, it did add this extra level of intensity. Keep- I agree. I mean, I think that is the he's technically the one main character that you could continue the story with or without. So in a situation, like yeah. I was eating cereal to, since we were all <laughs> right, I watched it this morning. Right. Uh, I think that Abe being in that situation when her, his father ran up to him and there's the sympathy of yanking down the legs, I was like, oh, this could be a savage ending. Right. But, yeah. just, but yep. totally just in their relationship. And Abe being gone, although it kind of slowed the story and shocked the fans, I think it would get everyone really excited for season four and be like, okay, well, we don't know much about who Culper is, so... Or it would be the worst season ender ever, and it, potentially, yeah. yeah just it would, I think I'm I'm really glad that that he's still alive because I mean, oh, when, absolutely. When we were reading the script, you know, getting up to that point, we just you know, and and then even after reading the script, watching it last night, I had the same reaction because it's so well put together. I mean, every you know, people were tweeting me like, you know, family members like, "Oh my god, you had to tell <laughs> us right?" Because I knew I read this. I'm like, nope, I can't tell you anything. But I'm just really glad. I mean, I just yeah. think that it was. After everything that him and uh, Richard have been through, uh, you know, that have that mercy and that compassion. And it was because he confessed. I think it was because he finally confessed. And, you know, Richard's been harboring this anger towards him and this resentment, this deep-seated resentment, his favorite son, you know. And and I think somehow we, we just broke through so much with that relationship. And it was so beautiful. And to see... And then, of course, we have Simcoe and his incredible humor <laughs> and acting and just great performance. I mean, that, I love this show so much. Yeah. And I'm just, yeah. I know we all do. And it's, it's just so, that finale, wow. No, Simcoe is the king of dark comedy. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, yeah. Goodness. Morning. 
<laughs> just yeah. silence it's for so funny how a character who makes everybody feel so uneasy can still be genuinely hilarious and somehow that- likable yeah. like you're just like oh there's Simcoe I know he's bad I know he's you know, evil. But look how happy he but look is. How, he's got a smile on his face. It's like you can't look away. He's a train wreck. Yeah, he's I, so great. You guys know the story behind that character, right? How, how he was killed off, supposed to be. He was actually. I I was there that day. We shot Simcoe mm-hmm. and the pilot, and you know, and of course we came back. You guys know the story. Fans, know, everybody knows the story. Um, no, for those who don't. Okay, let's well, if you go don't know it. the story, uh, I haven't heard it. After TV exclusive. There it is. <laughs> uh, okay. Samuel uh, Samuel Rukin's character yeah. Simcoe, who we all love and love to hate, uh, was shot in the in the pilot, the end of the first episode, and that was how it was written for the character when he got cast. And I think it, well, it was up. You know, his his performance was so spectacular, and it was just so so rich that. When we came back to shoot season one, uh, they re, they re, we re-shot those, those sequences, and uh, that's where he gets captured, and of course, the rest is history. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. I can't imagine the show without Simcoe. So are you telling me that in the pilot, Ben and Caleb did their jobs? <laughs> Absolutely. Super efficient. Caleb, 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 shoots, Caleb shoots, and shoots, him, shoots him in the face. And it's, wow! You know, okay, this would have been a very different show. Total alternate universe. Alternate story. universe. Yeah. Uh, we in just... which people are proficient. <laughs> yeah. which, again, one season. One season. Right? We're done. One yeah. We just wanted to wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, I'm glad that it went. Oh, <laughs> I'm glad yeah. it went about. Oh, me way. too. I mean, you know, I think. So it's just incredible to see how things can can change, and and that's one of the things about, you know, any any art. You guys are all involved. It's like you've got to go with that flow. Yeah. You know, you've got to get in there on and on the day, just sort of go with it, and and that's what the show's creators did, uh, creator did, and uh, and and everybody behind it. And uh, of course, it was gold. You know, they knew they had this incredible character, and uh, they ran with it. I'm glad they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, me too. We've got, oh, go ahead. Oh, we've got a few things in chat. We have uh, Mara Jade saying, "Even through all the horror, my mom and I busted out laugh, busted out laughing through the tears whenever Simcoe was on screen with his big grin." Uh, she also said, "If Mary ran the ring, the war would be over in two days." All right. Uh, Latoya yes. Morgan, who is in chat, said, "Shout out to our show creator and showrunner Craig Silverstein, who wrote the epic finale." And Ray Rain, my shirt actually says "Burr shot first. That's Burr why it's in first. Star Wars font. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, speaking, Chad of, is happy tonight. Speaking of Mary, I don't know if we uh, have it pulled up just yet, but. Um, uh, we had one fan actually send us a, a Ranger Danger fan art in the hashtag. Um, Katie, did you have it? Pulled pretty, up? It's, he's, there he's it got is, it. We've there got it. it. You it see is. that on the screen there? It is absolutely beautiful, and it's my new favorite thing. Um, so, Lovely. so it's Lauren Damon. Looks like. Let me see if I can get that handle there. So uh, we, for those of you listening on iTunes, go switch it over to YouTube real quick and take a gander at that because very talented and I would love to see more. Uh, so yeah, if you guys have more fan art, please send them our way. Put yeah. it in that, yeah. that hashtag ABTV turn hashtag and we will uh, definitely like and retweet and all that fun stuff. And um, the artist great. is at Lauren Damon, L-A-U-R-E-N-D-A-M-O-N. Thank you so much for sending go us that. follow Lauren because that's amazing. <laughs> also, um, we do still have a Ranger Danger your shirt. We're doing <laughs> Shameless that. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. But um, you you brought up 
um, the origin of Simcoe. And I know that uh, we were told specifically by your fellow right. cast member, Ian Khan. Ian Khan, thank you, Ian. We had to ask about your audition process for this role. Well, before I go into that, I think I want to just mention Craig Silverstein again. Uh, Latoya, our writer, amazing writer and producer on the show. Nice shout out from her. She's great. She's one of the best. I mean, we have the greatest team. It's, I mean, you know, it's just wonderful going to work with this crew and, and the writers and the talent. Uh, Craig is 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 an incredible mind, and this episode was incredible because it was you know his episode. He he wrote one of the best episodes I think we've had, and uh, you know so. Shout out to Craig, uh, and thank you for giving me my shot, uh, <laughs> because, you know, he said yes, and, and I'm very happy. So, the story goes, I <laughs> am an actor from Virginia, and primarily been working in the Mid-Atlantic area, and uh, got a call one night to show up on the turn set when they were shooting the pilot as a stand-in, and I had never done that before, and I just thought... You know what? This is going to be a great experience, and I really want to. I really want to get on this set and see what this show's about because I felt the moment that I saw the that it was coming to to Richmond, I just had this feeling. I, I thought, you know, this is right. this show is going to be important, and I want to be involved. And I just I just want to be involved. So I said yes to the first call. I got on set. I, you know, they said, "Can you be in Berkeley Plantation, which was like three hours drive away at six a.m.?" I said, "Yeah, absolutely." I'm, and I made it. And and you know. I, that started my journey with Turn. Yeah. Uh, so everybody probably is familiar with what a stand-in does. You know, yes, okay, you stand in there. But what we do is, uh, in, in all stand-ins, it's actually a very interesting job because you sort of, in a way, understudy the people that you're working with. And so that, so that cameras and lights and all of that can be uh, formed around because it takes hours to shoot a scene and the crews there working hard and we have to change angles and all of that. So the stand-ins, we kind of come in and work alongside the actors to kind of give them time to go off and sometimes they have to do a costume change or something like that. Um, and so it, it was great because as an actor, you get to learn this job that's sort of a crew position, um, but it's also the technical side of acting. Um, you know, stuff that you just really can't learn in a class or, or on stage because it's all about... Uh, the lenses, lenses and lighting, and, and, and incredible, incredible side of filmmaking. So anyway, uh, that's what I did. I did that for three seasons, um, based just about. And uh, towards the end of the second season, uh, Marvin Rush, who's our director of photography, who is absolutely brilliant, and you know drives our our show production on a day to day. And, and is demanding and, and we get good results because he's very demanding mm-hmm. and, and, and he has a beautiful eye and, and we've got great uh, camera operators working with him. He, uh, I, I asked him, we, you know, we kind of got to know each other uh, through, the, through the, the, t- the time of working on the t- first two seasons of Turn and you know, I just kind of uh, approached him about you know, a demo reel and just kind of getting some feedback on some of the material that I had. And uh, he said, well, you know what, we should shoot something for you. And I said, wow, you know, to have somebody say that to you, yeah. it's rare in this industry, I think. And, and you know, but he, he saw how hard I was working and he saw that I was such a, you know, dedicated to, to making this work. And, and so we shot a scene at lunch one day and I had, the moment he said yes, I got a, I had already started writing the scene. <laughs> um, I had I I'd, I'd been writing the scene. 
Uh, I wrote a scene with uh, Seth's character, Benjamin Talmadge, and uh, it's a great introduction. Some people have seen it. It was it somehow got released. That wasn't me. Uh, it was, but somehow it got released for a while, and then and then and so there's like gifs and whatnot from from that. But uh, anyway, we shot that. It was great, and uh, I handed it to to Craig, and it sat in his. I gave it to him at the beginning of season three. Mm-hmm. And uh, he went back to L.A. And, and, and I think it sat in his bag for about five weeks. And one day he pulled it out and watched it. And uh, he, he loved it. Uh, I think he, well, he seems like he loved it. Uh, you know, maybe he liked it. We'll give him that. <laughs> I think he liked it. Uh, and, uh, you know, from there, the write, you know, brought the writers into the writer's room. And they were like, how can we, how can we work this in? And, uh and so we, we shot it. It was two magical episodes, working with a crew that I love, actors that I love and admire uh, deeply. And, uh, you know, I'm just very happy to have this opportunity. And I, I love Hamilton as, a, as <laughs> you know, as a historical character. I feel a strong connection uh, with, with Alexander Hamilton, and, and it's an honor to be able to portray him in this great show. So that's the story. Latoya story. wants us to ask you about the flash drive. The flash drive. Yeah. So who is, who is that? Latoya. Latoya. She's in the chat. Yeah. Okay. okay Latoya. Uh, so, so basically, um, you know, I, I, we, we shot it. I, I took the raw footage that we had shot after, at the end of season two, and I went and got an editor, uh, a friend of mine, to, to put it together. And, um, and so we sat and we edited and, and got it, you know, got it pretty good. I mean, we shot that really quickly. And then so season three came around. I had flash drives. That was that was how I was handing it out to people who had known that we had shot it and were curious, uh, you know, uh, and hey, how'd it go? You know, this and that. So here's a, here's a flash drive, and everybody was like, "Wow, this is great!" So so finally, the flash drive, uh, I got one to Craig. I got I got my courage up to uh, hand it to Craig Silverstein, and and um, and he 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 took it back to L.A. and. Uh, you know, here we are. The rest, <laughs> is, the rest is history. We're, we're making Quite it happen. Literally. So you've been with the show from the very beginning. Then. Pretty much, I think it was day two. Wow. Day two. Wow. That I, I started working you on the show. You survived the polar vortex the and polar everything. The polar vortex. Oh. I was there. I, I, you know, oh, and, and I didn't even get a lousy t-shirt. From <laughs> so, yeah, I survived the polar vortex. Yeah. No, we, we, you know, again, I, I love the fact that, you know, any chance I get to, to mention our crew, I think it's really great because... We, the crew works so hard for the show. I mean, we shoot a lot of it, as you can see, is outdoors and in winters in Virginia and, and just intense love and dedication. I mean, all the props that we have, all of the everything and everything that comes together, the costumes, it's just all really done with, with a lot of love. A lot of people that are just really incredibly dedicated to their craft. And so I, I, love, I love that aspect. But yeah, we shot through hell i mean you know satakit <laughs> you know we all know satakit very well and we've had some incredibly intense days in satakit um there's a there's a place in virginia called the state farm and uh it's it's owned by the state it's connected to a penitentiary and uh we have a lot of sets a lot of films have shot out there uh, lincoln uh with spielberg shot out there which i was fortunate enough to be in on a small small part in that uh a lot of sets. John Adams as well. We shot at that out there. So it's it's a great place, but the weather is super intense. And so we should get back to this episode. <laughs> Thank you all for indulging me. Um, 
JJ. Uh, Andre. I, wow. I really appreciate the hashtag um, because JJ Field doesn't have a Twitter. A lot of people have been uh, hashtagging Bravo JJ. Aww. Bravo um, JJ. Yeah, Absolutely. because it was it it was phenomenal. And like after an entire season of just feeling like about this guy's life choices. It was really nice. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was awful. <laughs> it was but a good return to form as far was, as the character goes. Uh, because you, in, in this episode, you actually get to see the honorable man that Philomena fell in love with, that Abigail respects, and right. that, um, that Peggy ended up falling in love with as well. You see why... You you get to see that, and you you're reminded why you are interested in this character in the first place. Yeah. I think he's always kind of, at least to himself, believed that he was still being honorable. And every decision that he made, I feel like in some respect, he was like, "This is the most honorable decision I can make to get to the end game," which ultimately. I don't know. Absolutely. I feel like for yeah, a lot understood. of the stuff this season, that was there, very wishful thinking. I think he understood that he was definitely he taking he was a trip down the, the slippery thing. slope yeah. in terms of doing things with Philomena. But as far as um, actual and work, Benedict Arnold, I guess for that, does that matter? Yeah. I mean, that in itself is a huge risk. Because and his whole goal is to end the war as quickly as possible, and yeah. to reach out to a general and thinking he's going to turn, especially with the dedication he has, and for the knowledge that everybody knows that Benedict Arnold is wild. Like, yeah, <laughs> he's no. unpredictable. He's out of temper. Absolutely. That's not generally somebody that you want to you know, get into business with, the unless you absolutely that he need sent. to. Pardon? The letter oh, yeah. that Arnold sent. Good lord, rivers of blood. Right. He's just like, don't. I love, I love that scene though, where where he just goes. He's like, I'm gonna write a letter, you know, and he starts. I mean, I just, I chuckled every time I watched that because I love, I love that. I mean, it's a very entertaining character. That righteous, it's like a tantrum. That self-righteous, self-righteous indignation. Yeah. Like the, how dare they? Even though I'm the traitor. Right. He went scenario. full Gaston. It was he kind was Gaston. of amazing. Gaston, all the way. All and the his, way. his confidence in matter. He's like, oh, I'll write them. Don't you worry about <laughs> this. Don't you? Like, I'm I got sorry. This. I got this. Yes. And then when he gets this. scolded for it, he's like, I'm a warrior, not a diplomat. <laughs> like, why'd you let me do that? <laughs> I would have it's mailed him my sword. <laughs> mailed him my sword. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm imagining this now. <laughs> like, okay. The but yeah, no, it's like there there's so much intriguing stuff because all of these characters, particularly Benedict and Andre in in this season have been motivated by their love for someone else. Mm-hmm. Peggy was motivated to be a spy because of her love for someone else. Abe was motivated partially by his love for Anna, but also for his desire for redemption uh, because he loved his brother. They're like, I love that about this show that everybody's motives. Yes, it's for the quote unquote greater good. Yes, it's for the, the greater bigger, good for the bigger picture. But like at the end of the day, everybody's doing what they're doing. Almost always because they love someone. Sometimes it's for revenge. I was going to say, but, not Simcoe. Simcoe's just like... At first it was. That's true. I do yeah. kind of wonder where he sort of stands with Anna right now. Because the entire... He doesn't. Peeved. I'd say peeved. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably a little annoyed. She, she's low on the list. Because as Samuel yeah. said, yeah. there's a list of priorities for Vanessa. Out, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. I, yeah. I did love that eye-to-eye that Simcoe had with Richard. Which, by the way... Richard to the rescue was just absolutely phenomenal, and the the whole 
Get out of my town, you pathetic amateur. Oh, Great my God. Just give that the, man a mic to drop. The parking plan that he had. And it's one of those things where it's like, yay, I wanted to believe he did. He would do the right thing. And he did. He just had to go about it in a really roundabout way. But I, I just love that look that they gave each other towards the end of the episode. Because you could tell some kind of like, you just made the list again. <laughs> You're on the list in five different places. But it was. It was a, again, I'll, it was, I want to say it was almost a Nathaniel Sackett move or it was like an Andre move of like, I'm essentially a prisoner in my own home. My weapons have been taken away from me. This is something I can do, and it will play out exactly the way I want it to. And we've seen this sort of cunning from Richard all the way back in season one when it came to doing business dealings. I never thought it would come back up in the scheme of war, though. This is the season of consequences. And when he wants to play at war, he wins. (laughs) Well, and it's Simcoe sitting here thinking he's winning this little game of checkers, and Richard's playing chess. Like, there's a difference. And he's good at it. He's, he's very really good. good at it. Yeah, he, he really sort of redeemed himself with that. At the, you know. I, I think he redeemed himself to a point. I mean, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't mean, be getting he... coffee with him later. I mean, I'd be like, you let that go really far. <laughs> like, we, it, was a risky, it was a risky play, well, he for let sure. It, he let it go really far. He took a long time before he decided to act. And it was only when pushed to the absolute point of desperation that that was the measure he chose to... I think it was Thomas. It was Thomas being put in danger that made him realize, I'm going to have to do something. What can I do in this scenario? And that was the sort of roundabout way he went about doing it. I almost feel like he may have actually let Abe die, though, if there still wasn't that ability for him to stay loyal to the crown. Everything that he did still has the outcome where he hasn't yeah, chosen he to hasn't be part of the been revolution. A traitor. He is, if anything, he, he's advanced <laughs> his position by you know giving notice of what's happening with Simcoe. So I almost feel like there is that doubt if can Benjamin, I mean, can oh, no, Abe genuinely be like this man? Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. It's still self serving, but in this case, being self serving worked for and the I, greater good. I just feel like Abe is almost the afterthought in that interest where it's right. Abe's survival is second well, to his son, lowest of the crown. Maybe I should keep the one son that I have left. Well, you, you guys brought up that um, the confession of, you know, exactly. I'm the one that killed yeah. Thomas. I think it's that, that finally, you know, because up until that point, he's just kind of stalling for yeah. time until reinforcements can come in. And Abe's fate, you know, he's kind of wishy-washy because he sold him out to prison before. He's let him, you know, sit in the stockades before. He he told Hewlett his son was a a spy. What did he think was going to happen? So he's definitely sort of written Abe off to an extent. But once that confession is made, all of a sudden you can sort of see everything sort of click into place of like, oh, that's why he's doing everything that he's been doing, and that's why he can't bear to watch him die. Well, and here's the other thing that I'm wondering, because Abe was trying so hard to be his older brother and just to fit into that spot. I wonder if, because of that, Richard hadn't also kind of mentally slotted him in there and was disappointed continually when he found him wanting. And then, so it's a realization for Richard as well, oh, he's a different person, that's not him, part of this is on me for expecting him to be his older brother. Yeah, I think that's totally fair. 
it's an emotional situation. I think they portrayed it beautifully. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God, the writing, the acting, the, 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 the everything. The writing and the acting. The everything. Yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, I'm not teary-eyed, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> but no, yes, everything. you were. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not crying, you're crying. But, we were both crying. <laughs> but no, every everything about this was very, very well done. Um, and this is this is definitely an episode where the use of flashbacks were were more effective. They were perfectly executed. Yeah, perfectly executed. I and think. some of those close-ups on um, on Abe's face, it was just picture says a thousand words. I it really it. does. It was beautiful. I mean, you know, and again, that's a shout out to our cinematographers and and director of photography. I mean. And and of course, let's not forget the director of the show, <laughs> yeah. of that episode, Andrew McCarthy. Uh, he was phenomenal. He's a great. He's been with us before. Somebody had asked this on Twitter last night, and I couldn't get back to them. But uh, he has directed. I think he's directed at least one episode, mm-hmm. if not, it's maybe his third. Yeah. We can check on IMDb. Um, but uh, somebody check and and let us know. Um, <laughs> Google and uh, so yeah, Andrew was an absolute pleasure to work with uh, for me personally and I think I could speak for everybody on the, on the, in the cast and crew uh, really great director um, and of course we had a beautifully written episode and phenomenal phenomenal crew and cast and acting and just really super enjoyable I mean wow Mm-hmm. Now, now that we've gotten to this point of like season, the season is done. What is the thing you're most relieved to sort of be able to get off your chest? Because you know, as you said, people are tweeting at you, and yeah. you're like, I can't say anything. So, right. what is what is the thing you're most excited to be able to like talk about to people now that it's done? I think that I mean, just talk about all of it. You know, not be like, yeah. hey, so what's going to happen? And then <laughs> wanting to tell everybody, of course, and not being able to, and. Uh, and so just being able to talk about it and, and sort of, again, you know, this sort of mixed bag of the way that that episode ended. I mean, how, do, how much do you love yeah. that line, you know? I mean, again, I'd like to buy an advertisement. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, let's get on with it, yeah. you know? Like, let's go forward. So this mixed emotions, because, of course, we lose an incredible character. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's, you know, uh, John Andre, yeah. I mean, historically, and, of course, he's played perfectly by J.J. Field and... Uh, so, you know, for all of us, I think, on the production side, you know, it, it's, it's a loss in a way. I mean, it's a loss because, yeah. you know, he's not going to be on the show. And we're all, fingers crossed, uh, campaigning, <laughs> renew turn. Hashtag renew turn. Hashtag renew turn. Um, to go back and do season four. And, um, and, of course, you know, we will be doing that without that character. But there's so much going. I mean, there's so, yeah. there's yeah. so many great things happening um, including Hamilton, which we all, you know, hope is going to come back. And, uh, you know, but again, it's, you know, the writers, they have a job to do. They have storylines to tell. And it's in there, you know, it's up to them and, and what what works for the show. Um, but, uh, of course, I'm, I'd love the opportunity to come back and play Hamilton. I feel like it's in your favor, like, historically as well when you're looking at it. You're definitely like, all right. (laughs) He's pretty close. The the right-hand man to watch. Speaking of Hamilton, we we should probably talk about these trial scenes because Mm -hmm. um, I believe you mentioned on Twitter that the trial scene was one of your favorite things to film this season. Yeah. uh, Well, I mean, it was just really exciting for me because I felt like, okay, here we get to see a little bit more of the Hamilton character 
Um, even though it's you know it's brief because again we're telling we're telling the story that we're telling lots of moving parts lots yeah. of moving mm-hmm. parts um, you kind of see another facet and and I really love the way uh, the 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 writing team brought that in um, and and Craig brought that in because you know it, it was a character <laughs> it was a character ask me he yeah. he becomes a lawyer after the war and and he's he become he's very good at it and this this was interesting because you know. And again, Andrew McCarthy really honed this in, and and I think I was very close with the performance. And then he just said, "You know, this is a foregone conclusion. You you know that you know what the verdict is. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so everybody knows. Everybody what knows verdict. what the yeah. we all know what the verdict is. And so we just sort of dialed it, dialed it right in. And um, I, I, I I'm very happy with the way it, it played. And and uh, being able to work with JJ was a great. I mean, we didn't work with all the cast that I got to work with on on this on these two episodes. It was fantastic. And JJ is is an actor that I've admired since since I watched him do the first scene that he did. And uh, I just think it, you know he's he's brilliant at playing uh, John Andre. And uh, it was so cool to just be able to for a brief moment be be in those two scenes yeah. and and sort of play a part. Um, historically, you know the the the, the relationship that they, that they had. I mean, it wasn't lo- much of a relationship, but there was an admiration, and I think there was yeah. an admiration between a lot of different people because you know, look, we're all doing extraordinary things, and we know it. You know, yeah. we're making yeah. history, and and this is big. And and anytime you get those types of feelings, uh, camaraderies, and and whatnot, when you're working with people. And uh, this is a revolution, and, <laughs> and you know it's just extraordinary. And I think that there, there this, this honor, you know, this code of hey, you know, he's an officer, uh, you know, this admiration for what he was doing, even yeah. though it was on the other side, um, really, you know, why have violence when you when you can avoid it? You know, yeah. I think none of them, as much as Hamilton loved the glory of of being in the war and, and was seeking to to rise up and exalt his station um he would you know was not a violent person and, and yeah. would not have enjoyed watching a man hang especially one of such talent yeah yeah so no and uh, just speaking of like their characters having so much respect for each other i think i i honestly want to say that i think ben is the all-star from this episode oh my god um, yes because he had this wonderful moment with john andre where they're comparing spy notes <laughs> and they're like that was good. Well played. That was that was a really Love good that. move. Oh no, Culper was the master stroke. Yeah. Oh no, this. Oh no, that. It's like yeah. this is the only time you're going to get to have this conversation. But at the same time, he has to. He's trying to, you know, work with Washington, and he feels that this guy needs to be hung or hanged. Sorry, somebody somebody was correcting my grammar <laughs> earlier, um, but that this man needs to be hanged. In order to in order to set an example about spying, and and a, you know to send a message about Benedict Arnold's betrayal, and there and of course Washington's caught right there in the middle. He's so conflicted. Yeah. And and then yeah. we get that letter from Benedict. I just uh. I'm just not over that. Like really, yeah. really, you thought that would help. <laughs> but rivers that, of blood I, is this ben, ancient egypt ben's character i mean i love i love the the arc that we see in in these seasons with ben Absolutely. Talmadge. and uh 
of course, of course, uh, Seth is is a great great guy and incredibly talented actor, and he does a great job. Um, I mean, you know, Ben's bitter. Like, you know, he, Andre, you know, we have Sackett, mm-hmm. who, you know, that exactly. was that was a very big loss for him. I mean, just that the violation and the, and the sort of, you know, again, this is war. This is espionage. And then and then uh, the gamble, you know, who's who tries to kill him. Yeah. And uh, and, you know, all of that. I think Ben Ben has had to deal with you know, the, the crap, if you will, you know, of, of what Andre has been spinning. And so, well, I I mean, they, they are the two like opposing sides because he's the head of intelligence. intelligence. He's the one that's supposed to be circumventing all of this stuff that Andre has been getting away with. Absolutely. And if it weren't for the love affair with Peggy Shipman, throwing him off his game, uh, you know, Andre would have, probably easily yeah. beaten probably would have won you know, yeah and so you know we th- we thank uh, we thank that historically for sure and um it makes for a great few seasons yeah of, uh, and the scene like the carriage ride in itself between those two characters you get to see i mean that's literally absolutely. the only situation that he can reveal they can discuss who they are truly that yeah, there's yeah. the only two people who can have the conversation you about who they truly shoot are straight with someone and that's the only situation so i think that even ben holding his drawing, which, I mean, it wasn't a very good drawing of himself. Great eyes, but the, <laughs> I'm like, dude, you really misrepresented yourself when this is the last picture. I would put some extra detail. <laughs> like, his head was just... But that's the well, point. Well, to be fair, I don't know if he had a mirror, so he's like, I think this is what I look like. I don't know. And that's impressive, then. But it's just that it's the aspect of Ben being in a situation where he's finally getting to, you know, converse with somebody that can relate to him. And those right. attacks and those deaths feel personal to him, and he's finally confronting the man that he feels like put pointed the gun and shot it. Yeah, so it's absolutely. a huge moment for him. So the fact that he has the honor and the integrity and the respect for him still as a soldier beyond anything else, and not as a spy, and still hands Peggy the note. Yeah, like, it's incredible. That was something that, I, and I really actually do enjoy that particular payoff because we've established for the several episodes now that Ben is the one picking up on all this little all these little clues pointing to her being the link between Andre and Arnold and just every time he looks at her you can see the wheels turning mm-hmm. and he's the one that's able to put two and two together and I think it's partially because, mostly probably because of the the female spies, the competence of the female spies that he's worked with and that he respects. He's the one that's able to recognize. He's, he's it. recognizing. Hey, everyone else is overlooking yeah. these these people. And everyone else is like, she's in hysterics. Right. <laughs> everyone yeah. else is like, oh, it's a woman. She's whatever. <laughs> he's just standing there. He's, he's like, wait a second, come on, lady. You know, this isn't I'm adding up. Dealing with Anna and Mary, you know, so. Yeah, it's that's a really great analysis. I think that really hits it uh, on the nail for for Ben. I mean, he's you know not only is he qualified because he's the spy master, but those those uh, those stories and those experiences that he's going through opens broadens his perspective, and he's able to pick up on the clue. That's very very good. Yeah, which I think that given John Andre doesn't you know get hanged as he did in the situation, maybe. Benjamin would have ultimately had the upper hand considering he's tapping into a f- the females whereas Jean-Andre has been overlooking them and only using them if they have a, as a romantic or, you know, some bait, sort of yeah. Yeah, yeah. not necessarily as assets and, more pawns and right. it yeah. is overlooking uh, you know the 
his Achilles heel, the chink in his armor, which was Abigail. And I was so afraid that he was going to find out in this, you know, moment where they're reunited. I was really afraid he was going to find out the truth and that he would go to his grave despising her and absolutely heartbroken. Yeah. And and normally I'm not a fan of like the, oh, you're lying to somebody to protect them. I don't like that trope. But here I'm like, please don't tell him. He doesn't need to know. (laughs) It wasn't your fault. This isn't your fault. (laughs) And it was just like, oh. As a beautiful, beautiful example of dramatic irony where the audience knows and he sure as hell doesn't. Uh, but it was beautiful. So yeah, yeah. Oblivious everything here. The way that just those those interactions, you know, when she from the moment she walks in and the, the, the lines, what yeah. just gorgeous scenes, yeah. really beautiful and. Uh, and this is what I'm talking about with everybody had something to do. We had this wonderful moment with Abigail, and she's reunited with Anna. We get to see Cicero. And presumably, now they they are free to do as they please. Um, and that's really cool and really gratifying. And you mentioned Townsend earlier. We get a scene with both Townsends. Yeah. Townsend Sr. and Townsend Jr., and town, you know, definitely after his Paul Revere ride, he was like, "I'm done. I'm done. I swear, <laughs> I I'm went done out this time. I went out in a blaze of glory. It was perfect. It was awesome. I am a total badass. Mike, and I'm done with that. Yeah. And I'm done with that. I'm out. And yeah, exactly. There's this nice little conversation, nice little conversation with Arnold about sacrifice and how it only ends when you're dead. It's like, okay, which again, all right. Not only is that the worst thing that you can say to somebody who's been spying, uh, but it's I'm going to find all the little spies and I'm going to tear them up. Rivers of blood. Oh my gosh. It was a wonderful wraparound. It was fantastic making everything come full circle with the episode having opened with an execution of Nathan Hale saying, "I my only regret is that I only have one life to give for my Mm -hmm. country. It was, it was a, beautiful, beautiful thing to come full circle. It was. It really was. Yeah. And Washington is the best PR man in the business. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to say, that scene, I, I loved that, that scene. That was tremendous. I, that, that, that was brilliant. It's like, you know his last words, right? We totally made those, those up. Are. And it just shows you how smart Washington is and was, you know? I mean, he really, I mean, you know, just, hey. And again, how much G-dubs. respect he had for people too, yeah. and for Anna as well. And being in the room and allowing Ben, he knew Ben was about to, you know, spout off, mm-hmm. and still saying, "No, don't clear the room. Anybody, we're all in this together. Let's hear yeah. what you have to say. You know, mm-hmm. be open and honest here above anything else." Well, and again, she was the best point of contact for is Abigail's three five five. I think three five five. Yeah, she's the best point of contact for three five five, and he values her opinion on the matter. Right, and it worked. Yeah. yeah, it worked. I mean, the whole thing worked, you know. And I love how like we're like, oh, we can't bring her in, and then all of a sudden, there she is, you know. So like, well, she's here anyway. So, <laughs> so the spy ring is alive and well at the end uh, of season three. And I, I really hope we get to see more because they left it off in such a good like. There's more to t- and just just the fact that Benedict Arnold. I, I do want to talk a, bit, a little bit about Benedict Arnold wearing the red coat. Uh, because it's it's just such an unnerving feeling seeing him walk into that bar and people like muttering under their breath. And you can tell I he love feel the shade about I want this printed. Oh, are you sure you have the money after you printed the? Uh... <laughs> right. Just like wow. The whispers, the whispers okay. Of the turncoat. Yeah. I, the, the, what I liked most about that scene with Ben and Donald is he's been 
fighting this entire time to try to get what he believes is owed to him, mm-hmm. which is his status and his rank, and his ability to fight, and his money. Mm-hmm. And when he becomes a turncoat, he goes in there and he's in the exact same spot, if not worse, as a redcoat, because now he's broke still. He spent all his money on that. He got he, demotion. He goes yeah. up and op- orders the cheapest ale they have. Right. And so he's demoted. He's out of money, presumably. He has no woman. So yeah, he's, he's, lost, he's lost. He's lost the, everything. He's lost everything. And so we'll see. It's beautiful. Know, what happens? What happens next? Now just lashing out. I hope. Yeah. I hope yeah. Just blatantly <laughs> lashing very... out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I cannot wait. Hashtag renew turn because we yes. need more guys. We do. We really do. Uh, so does anyone know offhand historically how his story ends? Like Great all I question. know is traitor, and that's all I got. Yeah. So. Yeah. What happens yeah, now? Our, our education system is really poor. We've got poor. some great. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Um, but yeah, because he everybody knows that he's the greatest or the mm. biggest traitor in American history. But like nobody remembers the man, and that's one of the. I, I've said it before. I really appreciate the show injecting humanity back into all of these that's historical so. figures. So. Oh yeah, because again, you know what happens, and you're still rooting for him. And that's and that's a great thing. I like the injecting humanity into these characters because I think this this show has done that to a T. Like absolutely. We see the people. We yeah. see the struggle. We're all, you know, we're humans. No matter who you are, how powerful you are, whatever, you're, you're human and you're going to have the same challenges that every other human is going to have. And, and we, we tell that story, and I think it's fantastic. Yeah. I think that's a good yeah. note to end on. I think so, too. <laughs> nice. uh, any final thoughts before we move into a little news and gossip? Hashtag Renew Turn. <laughs> hashtag Renew Turn. <laughs> yeah, hashtag, I, I, they stole mine. So. And hashtag Hamilton, if you please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that one's going strong. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and dive into some news and gossip. Before we do, uh, before we dive into predictions, okay. So it's funny that you mentioned hashtag renew turn because Turnland sent us a tweet and they wanted us to mention hashtag renew turn event on Monday, July eleventh, ele- uh, ten to eleven p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tweet tell it trends tag at AMC TV. Basically, Turnland just says uh, the writers and cast have done their part for turn a hashtag turn AMC. Now the time has come for fans to do their part hashtag renew turn so yeah keep that hashtag going absolutely um it is it is one of the best ways to let directly let amc know that you like this show and that you want to see more guys um because it clearly has so much to offer uh, the other thing I wanted to mention uh, in terms of news and gossip was that LaToya uh, was getting a lot of congratulations on Twitter today because uh, it sounds like she booked a gig for Into the Badlands. Yes. So congratulations, yes. LaToya. That is fantastic. Um, she's in the chat right now. And again, for those of you who don't know, she's a writer, producer for the show. She is amazing. She is amazing. She's a lovely lady. She's Great, brilliant, and uh, congrats. We're really happy for you. Excited to see what she does on Into the Badlands. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. no, I am very, we should all look forward to more that she does because she is super talented. All right, let's go ahead and dive into some predictions for season four. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. I love the light show. It is fantastic. It makes me happy. Uh, all of Chad is definitely talking about Arnold's fate, so that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers? 
I can read it off if you want. Sure, go ahead. Evidently, he lives till the age of 60. He and Peggy move to London, and he oh, dies dang. penniless and delirious, and no one really liked him. So. <laughs> wow, bummer. I feel yeah, like we need that. the boom, 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 boom. I like that one, though. Uh, that's so interesting because you you think somebody who, I guess it's sort of like the Napoleon thing, where he didn't die in a blaze of glory. He didn't get executed at the end of the war. He was just sort of shuffled off to die in that's isolation out, yeah. and obscurity. Yeah. Like, you can just leave. But I think that's the that's justice. I yeah. mean, that's what they caused so much wreckage and havoc purely because all they wanted was fame and glory, and they ended up having. I mean, Benedict had some, but for the worst reasons ever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, and that is the, the uh, we we talked about it with Simcoe being demoted to a desk job, but that is the worst punishment you can bestow on Your, somebody who considers themselves a warrior. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Shoot yeah, their sword. Yep. It's, and if he had just stayed with it and not betrayed, he would have he had was, everything he, he wanted. <laughs> he was close. Yep. You know, he was on the fence for a while, for sure. So, so to talk about specific predictions for next season's and or wish list item stuff, um, the Queen's Rangers have officially been driven out of Setauket. Finally. Thank God. The, people, yeah. the poor people of Setauket. <laughs> yeah. My goodness. Yeah. The, well, Simcoe's a loose cannon, and Richard was just kind of turning him ever so slightly and being like, <laughs> Okay, have fun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because he was going to cause untold destruction anyway, so might as well direct it in a way that results in him getting booted out. Yes. Um, but now that he's no longer terrorizing this one town, he's where, now where an agent he'll... of chaos. Yeah, <laughs> yes, he's, he's being unleashed into other parts of the of the realm. The um, front lines of the a front lines, yeah. That's, that's the I would like, wish list clue. item, I want another confrontation between him and Robert Rogers, because Rogers <gasps> has gotten his revenge on Andre. Simcoe's still the head of the Queen's Rangers, though. I wonder right. if both Rogers and Philomena won't just exit stage right at this point. I don't think so. I can't imagine. I mean, they're just it's too good of 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 a plot line, yeah. and, and those characters are fantastic. I and hope the actors, so. I'd of course, hope to see more of fantastic. both of them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I have a feeling, like just looking at uh, the way that's been building, I, I could see I could see more of that. I think it, it works, but you know, the Simcoe, I, I have no idea. I mean, we think he's going to be sent off to the to the front lines, and I, you know, from a story perspective, you think, well, that's that's the place to put him yeah. because he's just uh, you know he's a machine that wants to wreak havoc uh so we'll see turn is very uh, the writers are very good at surprising us <laughs> so we i'm i'm looking forward to seeing it um I, I would love to see him in the front lines i think i'd like to see him in the front yeah. lines. that would be i think that would be tremendous i was almost surprised that like there wasn't a battle at the end of this season. I, I mean, what we had was far better, in my opinion, than oh, yeah. a fight breaking out for no reason. Oh, yeah. um, but it was surprising because every season prior has had a battle at the end. And here it was just two people's lives hanging in the balance. No pun intended. But uh, it was it was just as intense as any given historical I'm, battle. I'm glad you said that because I, I completely agree. I, I, I would hope lots of our fans do. I mean, what... We had so much great entertainment in yeah. that, and and with no need for a giant battle, and and it's because you know again it's the characters, that's what drives the show, that's what's so fantastic, the storylines. 
And it was great to see the juxtaposition of an actual military tribunal and Simcoe's kangaroo court. Yeah. Yes. It's like, yep, this is how it's supposed to and, work. And, and how excited and he was, this. you know? Like, you see him, he's just so excited. You know, he's so he loves what he's doing. It's, yeah. it's just brilliant. Yeah, I, I I really am excited with season four. I'm just talking about it as though it is returning. Yeah, so we're just talking about say it's that's, returning. Yeah, so that's yeah. how we're going to talk about it. In season four, I'm really looking forward to seeing the relationship between Richard and Abe. That in itself, I feel like keeps me interested in Satake and seeing that Abe is still going to try to be invested in the ring. Right. Richard knows about this. He's not going to stop. So they both know where each other stand, but now it almost seems like there's a bit of, okay, break, pause, and let's see if we can find a happy medium. So I'm, Where, I'm, like, I can turn just enough of a blind eye exactly. to what you're so doing. I'm excited to see where they they possibly could land and cohabitate. Yeah. Well, yeah, that would... I mean, wouldn't 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 it be nice to see... I mean, there, there's so many things that could happen, yeah. but yeah, they could they could work together. Well, you know, start, start a spy together. business, yeah. you know, family, father and son. <laughs> spies. One, you brought it up when we were watching the, the wonderful shot of... Thomas and Richard and Abe all standing together. Three generations yeah. of footholes. Yeah. Well, when Abe and Mary kind of had their moment, and then Mary became the best spy in the <laughs> ring, I'm wondering if we don't have potential for that with Richard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, now we, we, sky, see how, we see his potential. Yeah. You know, he's definitely... He stepped he's got it up. It. He stepped it up. He's got that chess game going. But he hasn't stepped on the crown chess. yet. He's he has no. nothing against yep, the crown. That's yet. No. true. Speaking of Mary, I want more of Mary just being a general badass because <laughs> she like episode seven this season was so amazing. Hashtag Ranger Danger. Oh my god. Yep. We won't shut up about it. That's awesome. Um, so I want to see more. And and I love seeing the lady spies getting the respect that they deserve. It's yes. so and good. And I, yeah. I want to see more of that. Yeah. It's great. I think I think that I think that's probably very true to history. And uh, it's great that we're that we're telling it. Absolutely. Uh, what I, and it's awesome. Yeah. Sela just came up in chat. Can we see Sela strong? Is he still alive? <laughs> Where is oh, that poor guy. He was a poor chess Sela. piece for like three episodes and then he's just like bye. Poor Sela. Um, Alright, so I think... Oh, go that, ahead, go no, ahead. No, but you know, and then and then there's Hewlett. Like, oh. and, and Hewlett. Yeah. So keep keep, keep, uh, keep us on, fans. We love you. Please do. Thank yes. you. Renew turn. Hashtag renew turn. Hashtag renew turn. Sean, thank you so, so much thank for joining us tonight. Thank you guys for having me. This, is, this has been great. It's been wonderful. It's been so much fun. Do you have any upcoming projects that you can talk about? I am planting cocoa in the Amazon. Sustainable cocoa mm-hmm. to save rainforest. So That's right now, awesome. between cool. that and turn, I've, I've got no other projects lined up, but I will keep you guys posted for sure on, on Twitter and and all that good stuff. All right. That is the coolest thing I've that heard. Is. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Where can people go if they want to keep up with you and all your projects? At Sean M. Haggerty on Twitter and uh, Instagram. That's me. Check awesome. me out. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, guys. Thank you again. Thank you. Keith, where can people go if they want to keep up with you? You can find me all over the internet at Keith W. Black. And although, I mean, now the self's sadly self-promoting <laughs> comparatively you can check out my film Toy the Movie at Toy the Movie or on Amazon Google Play and iTunes right on 
And I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and YouTube at Kiaxet. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. And on Snapchat at Kia Prime. Uh, we have a Red vs. Blue episode tomorrow night at 7. And we are going to be at RTX. We're on Yay! three different panels. Come say hi. It's going to be a grand old time. Please do. Austin's going to be so hot. Ugh. L.A. was hotter <laughs> last week. That's true. I'm Megan. You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at The Mengwin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-N. I'm also on a bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz. I write articles for The Movie Chick. That's Chick with two Ks. Be sure to check those out. Sean, thank you again. Thank, thank you to you. everybody in the hashtag in the live chat. Hope to see you all again for season four. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.